It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I'm Bill Knight. I just want to say hello. <laughs> and hello to you, too. <laughs> it's, it's hard to smile, Bill, with all the nonsense that's going on in our country right now. Um, you heard about does it the, just seem to get crazier and crazier every day. Too? It, it does. You heard about the uh, the gun regulations that were passed in yeah, Washington. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I can't help but think that it'll be challenged, and when it goes to the Supreme Court, it'll be uh, it'll be knocked down. But in the meantime, they can do a lot of damage and and hurt a lot of people. And you gotta wonder why the Republicans, the Rhino Republicans that voted for it, voted for it. I mean, a guy like John Cornyn from Texas. Yeah. Texas is a big gun state. So what would make a guy like John Cornyn commit political suicide like I think he did last night? Well, two things. Number one, what your answer to your question is money. Somebody has had a talk with him uh-huh. and, and, and suggested that his future could be more secure Financially. How much money do these guys need, though, Bill? I got to think that a guy like Cornyn, who's been around for a while, has a a bundle stashed somewhere anyway. Well, you would think so. See, I see a lot of things going on with all the different stories in, in a lot of things that are going on in the news right now. On one hand, there's a stall tactic going on, you know. Mm-hmm. The other hand, there's a hurry up, let's get it done. The hurry up, let's get it done are the midterms coming up. Now, they want to hurry up and get certain things done and get them in place. Then the stall tactic is you got these things like this gun legislation that you just said, oh, it'll be probably knocked down in the Senate. Not if, you know, the hurry up, get it done, and then over here, the stall tactic. And then what you talked about uh, the other day going, you know, they're still, they're touting that they're going to win everything just about in yeah. the fall with the steel. So let's hurry up and get the plate set, then let's stall until we steal it. This bill was 80 pages long, and they they were impatient to get it through to a point where they were telling senators, you don't have to read it. I mean, heck, how long do you need? It's only 80 pages. Just skim it, and, and we'll, we'll get it through. There was yeah, an urgency hidden. to get it done as quickly as possible. Um and I have two two reports. Tucker Carlson was on a roll last night. He was like you and I. He was confused and a bit ticked off. I mean, he literally talked for the first fifteen or sixteen minutes of his show about this about this item here. I, I was going to cut it up into more pieces, but I figured it would end up sounding like the Tucker Carlson show. So, but I did want to play a couple of cuts if it's okay. Uh, sure. Tucker tells us what's in the bill. So, what's in the bill? Well, there's a hundred million dollars for the FBI. For the FBI, no attempt to reform the FBI. We're shoveling another hundred million dollars to the FBI, the personal police department of Joe Biden the people who saved his son from a drug charge. Then there's nearly a billion dollars in order to bribe the states to, quote, implement and manage these so-called red flag laws. Now, these laws allow authorities to seize firearms for people who have committed no crimes. That's a violation of due process. It's unconstitutional, but the Republican Party is all for it. The bill also makes it harder for people between the ages of 18 and 21 to buy a gun. They can go fight in Ukraine, and Republicans would like them to, but they can't own a gun in this country. Now, the question is, would any of these measures have stopped the mass shootings in Buffalo or Uvalde? No. 
This bill is completely unconnected from what happened in Buffalo or Uvalde. This is merely Joe Biden's agenda. Even Kevin McCarthy of California has refused to support it. So here you have Mitch McConnell, the lead Republican in the Senate, partnering with Chuck Schumer, the lead Democrat in the Senate, picking John Corden to carry the message and getting it done before anyone can even read the bill. And then on the Senate floor, John Cornyn turns to one of the most partisan Democrats in that body, Alex Padilla of California, and says, next we'll do immigration. Now, he was caught saying this, so Cornyn's office came out today and said, oh, it's just a hilarious joke, get it? First we'll take your guns, then we'll send your tax dollars to Zelensky in Ukraine, a country you can't find on a map, and then we're gonna give amnesty to tens of millions of illegal aliens living illegally in this country. So listen, the guys who are who voted for this as the Republicans, uh, Senator John Cornyn, which you all know, Senator Mitch McConnell, Senator Tom Tillis, Senator Susan Collins of Maine, Lindsey Graham, who is eager to give weapons to the Ukraine. I mean, they can have as many rifles and pistols as they want, but he wants to take your weapons. Uh, Bill Cassidy of Louisiana, Roy Blunt of Missouri, uh, Mitt Romney of Utah, no surprise there. Richard of Burr of North Carolina. Uh, Shelley Moore Capito of West Virginia. West Virginia. I mm. mean, do they not value their guns in West Virginia? I got to think that uh, she's damaged her political future uh, considerably in West Virginia. Joni Ernst of Iowa. I never would have thought that she would have backed this. I thought she was a conservative, but apparently... Uh, like a lot of things, certain laws, this one here, it brings out the true colors in politicians. Uh, Lisa Murkowski of Alaska and Todd Young, a Republican of Indiana. Those are the people who uh, voted for it. Pat Toomey couldn't vote for it, but voiced his support. Pat Toomey of Pennsylvania. Uh, so there you have it, folks. You know, you, you got to wonder why these Republicans have sided with Joe Biden and the Democrats to take the weapons from people who use them responsibly. It has nothing to do with, with taking weapons from criminals. It has nothing no. to do to, it has nothing to do with stopping school shootings. No, nothing. No. You know, I, I have a bunch of stuff here, and we don't have time to do it today. I'll just I'll just mention this um, briefly. Well, maybe no, I won't, because I'd have to go into a lot of explanation <laughs> on it. But you know, you you mentioned uh, a particular friend that read a book, and we were talking mm -hmm. about uh, you know the uh, the reason for all the uh, the the immigrants coming across the border. Oh, right. So I started looking into population, uh, the world population. Uh, for the past 50 years, we've only grown at 1%, mostly because of immigration, uh, which, you know, would uh, lend credit to what she was talking about. Then I started thinking about, well, wait a minute, let's take a look at all of this and what's going on and go back to the 50 years and what began in the uh, 50 years ago you know, was the WEF. And, you know, uh, yeah. you get conflicting me uh, messages. Well, we need to have more population in the United States. But we are not reproducing. It started well, back in the early 70s when they were formed. Think about this. <clears throat> the, um, the vaccine has been proven, and this is a medical uh, statistic that came out, not st statistic, a medical fact that came out this past uh, week or so uh, that said that the vaccine 
cuts down on the sperm count on males. So yes. if you've been vaccinated, it cuts down on the sperm count. It makes you less fertile. By the way, it it's also supposedly makes males impotent for the first six months after the shot. This doesn't mean you can't have sex. This just means it makes you sterile for, yeah. for six months after the shot. So that's got to cut down on, on children. Now, um, you got to wonder, like you said, why are they doing this and why are they giving the now are they trying to give the shot to children under five yeah they approved it now i will tell you this on the shot because this is in this research you know where they say okay you know the shot does this and okay effectively probably does the first shot maybe the second but here is the problem with the shot and i'm not going to go into detail i'll just say it this way the accumulation of this shot in your system yeah, starts to have the reverse effect. So instead of being a good thing for you, mm -hmm. it can kill you. So let's see run. if I got this right. They want to give it to you. First, they only said two shots. You're all set. You're fine. You're covered. Then they said, well, wait a second. We think you might need a third. Then they said, well, you might need four. Now there's rumbling that they want to give it to you every year. Or maybe every six months. They want to give it to you often because there is a number that they want. And by 2037, they're saying the population here will be 297,000. It's down. But they have started the reduction of the population in the United States by people that were born here, raised here. We don't either. We're not doing it or we we can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, let's just put it that way. We're not getting busy or we, even if we do, nothing happens because we've been poisoned. Maybe, I don't know. I'm, I'm that's a, that would be a conspiracy, but something has happened in our society. There are people out there that believes, Oh, they're trying to wipe out the, the, the white people. Well, I think they're trying to wipe out the, 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 well, if that were the case, they, if that were the case, they would make it, uh, so that only white people should be getting the shot. Right, right. And, and they're but not. They Everybody are, can get them. Uh, the, the immigrants are growing exponentially. Mm -hmm. So, it, you know, you could argue that it is a population, a replacement, but there is a number that they want. So, I mean, it's almost like an invasion of the body snatchers, and uh, they're the invasion, and we're the, you know, get the snatch out of here. You know, get getting back to the guns for a second, they're, they're taking the guns away from responsible people. And you got to ask yourself, why are they taking the guns away from good people? I mean, think about what, uh, uh was it, uh, Hirohito said, or Yamamoto said uh, in world war two about you, we can't invade the United States because there's a, a, a gun behind every blade of grass. Well, he, he was right. We all, not we all, but they all had weapons. <laughs> they could protect right. themselves. So if they, if they take your guns away, if they take your guns away, you are in a situation where you're completely at the mercy of government. You And also, if government ticks you off, you can't, there's no recourse. You can't, they gave us that Second Amendment for a reason. Right. So we would have well, a weapon to protect if ourselves. If you're an invading force, if you're an invading force, you want to take out the spoken word. Anything that can compute uh, that can communicate to the population to get them ready for the onslaught of the attack. The other thing you want to do is disarm them. Mm -hmm. Well, 
Okay, they can control the, uh, they, they do control the communications to us. Uh, we're probably, we are, are kind of like one of the last lines of defense. Disarming us? Well, you take away the guns at home, we have been disarmed. Mm-hmm. And now, now the takeover or the re, oh, I don't know what you're going to say, the reset. There's the word. The great reset can be done and finalized. Can you tell me why we have to give, what was it, $100 million to the FBI in this bill? An well, additional? the FBI is not, uh, is not doing what we think. You know, we might get to soon see what they do with that $100 million when they kick down our doors. Wow. Uh, Tucker Carlson summed up what the situation is with the guns. Listen. To be clear is a subversion of democracy. You get to vote for whoever you want in this country. It can be a Republican or a Democrat, a liberal, a conservative. But in the end, you're going to get the very same thing every time. You're going to get a weaker U.S. dollar. You're going to get more pointless foreign wars, and you're going to get a lower standard of living for the middle class. In America, as in Western Europe, there's only one flavor of politics allowed, and that is corporate politics, just as there's only one flavor of media allowed, which is corporate media. And those two forces work together toward the same goal. More power for them, less power for you. Fewer families, more dollar stores. Less choice, more coercion. Less diversity, more sameness. Sound familiar? That's the Chinese model. But for Mitch McConnell, whose family, like so many families in Washington, has become rich from its ties to the Chinese government, it seems normal. But it's not normal. This level of disconnection from what voters actually want is dangerous and it's destabilizing. Self-government is what keeps countries calm and stable. Democracy is a pressure relief valve. Don't storm the Bastille, vote. If you take that away or if you strip it of its meaning, people become angry and frustrated. And over time, they become revolutionary. And everyone in Washington knows this. So no wonder they want to disarm you. You can't have guns because they no longer trust you. And they no longer trust you because they know they've betrayed you. This is how democracy dies. Not in darkness, but in plain sight, live on C-SPAN. Wow. He said what a lot of people on cable TV or any TV have not yet said. He mentioned the R word, revolutionary. Mm -hmm. And Bill, I think Washington realizes just how much they've, they've, uh, how much they've hurt our country and how much Mm -hmm. we realize they hurt our country and what the precarious situation that they're in right now in Washington. And that's why they want our guns. I know it sounds crazy, but you have to understand that January 6th of 2021, we had a million people or so outside of the, uh, the Capitol building. They didn't have guns. Can you imagine if they did Bill? Yeah, if they did, but that wasn't the point of the place. And they know it. This is a clown parade that's going on. No, on the January 6th committee. I'm, no, I'm not saying that. I, I agree with you. That that wasn't the point of that. That was a rally to protest. But right. can you imagine if you got that many people who are now angry because you've you've betrayed them, you've done everything that you promised you wouldn't do, and you've you know. Well, you know, the Democrats are even coming to uh, to uh, the the grips of this thing that you know th- this isn't right. Biden shouldn't run again. 
Kamala, they don't think, you know, the school's still out of them. And the Democrats know this. And there is a rush, like I said, to get hurry up and get certain things done. And then stall on the other hand. You know, I mentioned the, uh, what what was the forum that happened here just a month ago? The World Economic Forum in Davos, oh, Switzerland. Yes, yeah. that, yes, yes. The thing that uh, Charles Schwab. Oh, yes. Uh, the uh, German. Yeah, all my hair. Schwab. And the, the other German, you know, who worked with the Nazis. Uh, who Soros. Would Oh yeah, but yes, that's true. You know, he was Hungarian, Hungarian, Hungarian but he did work with the Nazis. Yeah, yes, he said it he was did. the he said it was the finest time of his life. Yes, he did, and but he was not a Nazi. Yeah. Oh you, no, no, you, no, no, no. You work for them, you do their dirty yes. work, but you're not a Nazi. Seventy one is when they formed this thing, mm -hmm. and yet now they have the power to dictate world order for this new world order and reset. Now you can join the right, the the side of the right. Uh, which would be the WEF, which a lot of apparently politicians have. Oh, yeah. Because they've sided with the companies and they're getting money. Now, they may not have exactly the entry fee. You see, if you are a corporation mm -hmm. and you want to enter into this new world order, you need to do $5 billion of business a year, and then you're a part of the club. Mm -hmm. And that is their stated figure right here. Really? Five billion dollars. You do five billion dollars. Then you're serious. You. You're serious. Then you're serious, and that means you have what it takes to help rule the world. You are what <laughs> you are. What Carl Schwab calls an influencer. You, you're, you're an influencer. financial influencer. Yes, because you too want to have all the toys in the world and nobody else to have them. They have to. They have to shine your shoes. Go fetch, boy. You're my cabana kid. Go you know, get it. if you read about these guys, a lot of what's happening right now, they, I want to say, well, it looks like they predicted, but I think they influenced. I mean, what, what's going on with the guns? They want to take our guns away. They don't want to take the guns away because of the shooting in Uvalde or the shooting uh, in Buffalo. They want to take the guns away because... They don't want you to have them. They want to be able to do things, and you can't revolt with weapons in your hand. Mm -hmm. And all the pictures I see here, like Hillary and all these people that are all our, our uh, that are all on our villain list, they're all there with these uh, rich elite that want to do the reset. So look around you and think about all the fun that you had and all the privileges you had. If you're a gun owner, think about your guns. If you think about that family vacation you used to go on every year, think about that because yeah. that ain't going to happen no more. Probably won't happen this summer because yeah, they're bringing down the gas temporarily. Yeah. And that brings me to a point. Okay. Well, we're going to stop the gas tax. Well, you know what? I got thing. I was looking at my power bill yesterday. Yeah. I'm going like, okay, I paid uh, 122 bucks for the power. Oh, well, you know, there's the distribution fee of $69. Why? Why do I have to pay for your distributing of that? Then, of course, you know, there's a tax on it. But yet when I go to the store, I don't pay in this state anyway. I don't pay taxes on groceries. It's a necessity. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, electricity is not a necessity. So why should I pay taxes on electricity, something that I need to survive? Oh, I know. You know. I know, Bill. There's a lot. Why do I pay tax and gas? Something that we need to get around with. Now, this is before all this happened. But this tax thing, you know what? If Joe was smart, he would just say, you know, hey, I'm just going to do away with the gas tax. Not a temporary sure. fix. 
Do away with it, Joe. But think Throw about this. Set. Do away with it. 18 cents a gallon. So let's say you put 10 gallons in. That's a dollar eighty. A dollar eighty. I swear, between um, the, the time that Trump was in and now, the gas has gone up from what was it, a dollar eighty nine a gallon to five fifty a gallon. That's a heck of a lot more than a dollar eighty. Yeah, my discount club thing. I was getting it for a buck seventy five. Yeah, I got a discount card over there. I still get it. It's a whopping three cents a gallon. So even when it's it's five nineteen a gallon. I'm still getting it up the wazoo, you know. But you know what? That three cents doesn't sound like much, but I'm going, oh, you know, if I'm beating the pump every time, three cents. But I'm telling you, folks, this this administration and the people who run it. And by the way, they're not all Democrats. They're not all no. Democrats. I just read you a list of about twelve senators, Rhino senators, who are uh, allies to the people who are in power right now. They're allies, not to you. They may have an R behind their name, but they're not allies of us. They aren't. Mm -hmm. They're padding their own pockets. They're uh, helping themselves to Washington. But anyway, we digress. You got You got to (laughs) wonder why, why is it that uh, they want our guns? Why is it they want you to have no weapons in your house? And it's going to happen folks. They, you know, with this, the red flag laws, it's not going to be a matter of, what's the reason for you coming into my house to take my weapon? They don't really need it. They can say mm-hmm. the next door neighbor looked at you, you looked at them funny and they became afraid of you. They could say, uh, we have a rumor. We have a report that you're being reckless with your weapons. We have to seize them. And then when they have the guns, from what I understand, it's the onus is on you to get it back. You may have to go to a psychiatrist. You may have to spend some time having a psychological evaluation to see whether you're emotionally stable enough to have a weapon. Now, mind you, you may have had that weapon since you were a kid and done nothing with it, but... uh, Well, good luck with a psychiatrist. He's not there to sit there and tell you what's good about you. He's there to find something wrong with you. This administration and its allies are enemies of the people. It's as simple as that. Now, you may say, Jim, that's an exaggeration. I mean, you have to admit that Jumpin' Joe is not the soundest of mind guy in, in Washington, right? Uh, I would admit that. Yeah, Joe made a mistake yesterday, and the microphones picked it up. Listen to what he said. Listen. How many of the nation's kids will you be able to get vaccinated before you need more money uh, from Congress? get through at least this year we, we do need more money but we don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually we need more money to plan for the second pandemic there's going to be another pandemic we have to think ahead and that's not something the last outfit did very well that's something we've been doing for fairly well that's why we need the money did you hear what he just said folks another pandemic yeah, yeah. i have that on my notes here is is that how does he know? I mean, where did he go to school? He must be a smart guy, right? Oh, yeah. He's got, the, guy. He's got the inside track. He knows. Yeah, but, he's but got you know, the inside Bill, track. Bill, if you right. think about it, it we're kind of leaning toward it now. They're talking about, oh, do we have this monkeypox thing that we have to rename? Uh, is that going to become some kind of a pandemic? No, actually, the thing is, you know, they already did this thing, the merging of the two coronaviruses. Right. Now I read on COVID that it actually the virus, right. whether it's propaganda or true, it doesn't matter. But the fact is 
they have migrated together and they become a super COVID virus. Of course. And, and it is unstoppable. So in other words, if they're mm -hmm. saying that this virus is going to be with, with us forever. And there'll be no vaccine. Be That'll work. The, yeah, you, the vaccine, forget about it. We may as well just sit there and let nature take its course, and we either, we either die as a species and the next species to right. rule the world comes along, the cockroaches will take over. Um, or <laughs> Oh, they already have. They're in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, they're, 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 I won't even say it because it was just... You'd have to edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's a sad state of affairs, and I don't see uh, uh, any resolution in sight. I do think that there's a possibility that the Democrats, the left, not necessarily the Democrats, there are Democrats who listen, who like this show. Uh, they are mainstream Americans who believe that they believe it's the same party it was when their parents were Democrats. This, Let me ask you this, a is, this is not the same the party. The midterms. The midterms. Now, if you go by the the grassroots, do it just grassroots, what you you, right. you feel is going on with the people, what do you think is going to happen in the midterms? Bill, I think they're gonna try to steal it again based upon what no, happened no, no, in no, Georgia. No, you're getting ahead here. No, 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 no. Grassroots of just oh, what people Oh, I think I think there'll be a massive turnout of of the right to overthrow this administration politically to 60 70 percent i think at 70 percent i think is a good number 70 okay. percent will it'll be a mat and i don't think it'll have an effect because if you look at what happened in georgia i truly believe that there was some shenanigans again down there well because that was my second question now chances of of the the left taking it all with shenanigans, mm -hmm. what is the percentage? Well, I if you would ask me in in October of 2020 if they could steal the election from Donald Trump, because I knew he was going to have more people voting for him this time than last time, and he did, right? I would have said uh, it's impossible to steal it. But what they figured out is if you take key states, you win the electoral college. Now, there's no real electoral college involved here, so. It might be harder for them to steal it, but I think they'll try. What do you well, think? Well, they have places they know they're going to win, so they don't have to worry about those. Mm -hmm. They might be able to fatten the numbers, but that's it. But the places they have to win, like the Electoral College, I would say there's a good, you know, 55 to 65% chance that they might just sneak in a steal. I mean... I think they'll really try. They did it. In, I think they did it in Georgia in this past election. This this well, week, I absolutely, positively know Stacey Abrams. You know, uh, the the pre poll numbers versus what happened mm -hmm. don't match up. I'm sorry, Stacey. You know, there's a there's a there's a a, a red fox joke I'd like to tell about you, but I can't because people uh -huh. would just say, "Well, you you didn't say that, did you?" You know, folks. But, you know, Bill, this is interesting. Um, you'd like to think that the representatives who are on our side in Washington uh, really can stand shoulder to shoulder and 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 really confront the other side. But they're having problems even in the Capitol, even in mm -hmm. the building itself. People who are uh, conservative 
are running into harassment problems. And yeah. and it's happening, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's a terroristic uh, attack if you do anything against somebody, especially in office. Yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene is a staunch and very vocal conservative who stands for liberty. And I, I must say, she stands for the traditional values that that 15 or 20 years ago, everybody would have stood for. You couldn't have, you would have gotten Democrats standing for what she believes in today. She believes in God, country, the American flag, American values, family. Those are the things that she stands for, which of course today is not enough for a lot of people on the left. And they don't like her. The left doesn't like her in D.C., and they've been harassing her physically mm-hmm. at her office. And she got on the floor of, of Congress and she had this to say, listen. In order to have a justice system that is fair and good and one that the American people can trust, it should be a justice system that process, prosecutes crime just because it's a crime, not based on a political party, not based on does it match up with the, the ideas, or, or policies they agree with, or the president that's in the White House, or whoever's Speaker of the House, or whoever's in leadership, it should matter that it's a crime and they should prosecute these crimes. But unfortunately, that's not happening. So I did find out who this person is, and it's reported in the news. I did find out that it's Representative Jake Oshenkloss, Chief of Staff, his chief of staff is the person that has been consistently attacking the sign, targeting me, harassing me. This is a chief of staff. This isn't like a low-level staffer. This isn't an intern. This is a chief of staff that's had quite a career here working in this institution who knows better. As a matter of fact, he fully believes that you shouldn't harass anyone over their religion or their gender or or their sex or any of these things. He definitely believes in hate crimes because previously when he worked in another member's office, when he was chief of staff in that office, there was a man that yanked down their pride flag outside their office, yanked it down and, and mistreated it. Well, Tim Hysom, the chief of staff at Jake Oshenkloss's office, who has been targeting and harassing me, was so offended at that action that they chased, he and the other staff, chased that man down the hall. They wanted the Capitol Police to arrest him and prosecute him. They wanted him prosecuted. But yet, Tim Hysom, chief of staff for Jake Oshenkloss, feels he's completely above the law, and he feels and says that my sign saying there's only two genders, male and female, he says it's a statement of hate, and therefore he's entitled to attacking me for it. You see, that is complete hypocrisy. That is not the way this works. Why is one above the other? It shouldn't be. I thought in America, aren't we all equal? Aren't all of our beliefs protected? Isn't our speech protected? Why is my religion under attack? Why is Christianity under attack? Why is my belief in defending women and girls' privacy rights and sports, why is that wrong? But yet, it's okay for him 
to defend the pride flag and be angered and upset and want to arrest and prosecute someone when they attack it. Two-tier justice system. This is a man that I don't know. He doesn't know me. I didn't know who he was until a few weeks ago. I had no idea. I don't, and you know, for a time, I've been in my, build, my office building many times late at night, but I don't go there by myself anymore because of this man right here. I don't know if he's one of the death threats that have called my office. I don't know if he's one of the people that mail in disgusting, horrible things to me in my office. I don't know what else he would do because he feels he's above the law and beyond reproach. I also don't understand why his boss, Representative Jake Oshenkloss, still has him employed. Because I'll tell you right now, if anyone in my office, if any of my staff were to do what he has been doing to another member of Congress, they would be fired. And my staff would never do it. Now, what I don't understand is why the Capitol Police isn't uh, doesn't have a stronger presence and doesn't arrest these guys right away. I mean, you would think there are cameras everywhere. You see people putting stuff up on other representatives' doors, and they put this guy used to work, by the way, this uh, Heisem, who's the chief mm-hmm. of staff for Auchincloss. Uh, right. he, he used to work for Adam Schiff. He was oh, Adam Schiff's uh, chief of staff. And uh, this guy, he plastered the walls outside of Green's office with bizarre signs mocking Christianity, including flyers containing biblical verses and pictures of Jesus. You know, I I will say this about some of these woke people on Mm -hmm. the left. They're not Christians, and I'll stand behind that, too. They're only quote-unquote Christians, and they can't even say the word Christian, I am a Christian. They would catch on fire if they did. So they always say, yes, uh, I'm a spiritual person. And, you know, in God's name, we are going to get justice. No, you're going to burn in hell. Well, you know, this guy was ticked off when he was in Adam Schiff's office, apparently, because somebody uh, took down or did something to his pride flag, right? But... uh, I'd like to see whether he'd be that upset if somebody took down the American flag. No, he wouldn't, because you know what it represents. It was the flag is just terrible. We need to get a new flag. Of course we do. We need to get rid of the Constitution. Yeah, we need to we need to tear this country down. And unfortunately, friends, uh, it doesn't matter if they take over. America is gone. If we fix it, the America we knew is gone because to fix it means we got to go back to the beginning and pretty much start over again. Now, Bill, the Supreme Court has said that they uh, are going to issue some decisions today and tomorrow. These are two additional days. They have 13 decisions to decide. And there's a lot of people who think the Roe versus Wade decision may happen as soon as today. Uh, The... uh, the pro-choice, some pro-choice people, some pro cho- pro-choice groups have threatened violence. I mean, what, what are they going to call it? A night of rage is what they're yelling and screaming. You know what? Do you think it's going to be the people are going to take it this time like they took it in 2020? Do you think that the average people are going to just stand back and let their cities burn? 
Probably not. But uh, if uh, if they don't, the people getting arrested will be the good guys because that is how this system is lined itself up. And unfortunately, you're going, oh, it's America. They can't do that. Look who is in charge. Look oh, yeah. who's calling the shots. And look how they're calling the shots. And And you know what? You engage. I'm not telling you not to, and I'm not telling you to, but I'm just saying you got to be prepared for the consequences. Oh, yeah. Because if you engage, you're going to give them a tool that they want. Uh, Stephen Colbert's uh, group that went down to D.C. and raised hell in the Capitol building and were arrested this past week, mm -hmm. um, they did and were charged with essentially the same things that the, the uh, January 6th people who are in jail and have been in jail for 17 months. Oh, so they're locked up. No, no. Stephen Colbert's people spent one night in jail and went back to New York. Well, that's justice. Sure it is. So let's see. Stephen the Colbert's lefties. people are what? Leftist Democrats. And the people who were arrested down in uh, Washington on January 6th, and many of them didn't even go into the Capitol building. They were just there. They were able to be identified. They're locked up in cells in D.C. And, and there's a balance in justice. You know, the scale, you, you think of, what is it, Lady Justice with the mm. scales. And, hey, I'm a Libra. We're the scales. Yeah. I know what balance yeah. is all about. It's, yeah. it's supposed to be fair. The law is supposed to be interpreted the same way for everybody, but it's not being interpreted that way. I, I apologize. Today's program I, I might be a, a, a little angry sounding. I don't mean to be. Well, welcome to the club. But Bill, I I I I woke up this morning and I woke up kind of angry because of all the things that are happening to this beautiful country by these these people who have their own agenda and it's not an American agenda. But you have you have to remember one thing. You know they didn't get here overnight. No, 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 no. Right. This has been building and happening under our noses while we were enjoying all our liberties and mm -hmm. freedoms. And while we slept, they schemed, they plotted, they theorized, and they got into place all their hate and angst to sit there and take over things. And I don't even think half these protesters and people really, really, really know what the hell it is that they're trying to fight for because they have been you know, coached and yeah. ed egged on to do this thinking, oh, I'm doing it for this. Yeah. I'm doing it for BLM. I'm doing it for, you know, abortion rights. No, you're not. No, actually your agenda is not even on their mind. And as a matter of fact, as soon as the powers that be get that what they want, huh, your agenda gets flushed down the commode. Corinne Jean-Pierre, the press secretary was asked mm -hmm. what happens if uh, the Supreme court uh, decides against Roe versus Wade, uh, and it's sent back to the states. And here's what she said: General reports the White House is weighing a series of executive actions. If Roe is overturned, things like a national health emergency or fighting state efforts to criminalize travel for abortion. Can you confirm these things are under consideration? Are there other actions you're looking at? So the administration continues to explore every possible option in response to the anticipated Supreme Court decision in Dobbs, which would take away women's rights uh, guaranteed for nearly 50 years under Roe v. Wade to make their own choices about their reproductive health. If the Supreme Court overturns Roe, we will need Congress to take action to restore Roe. I okay. don't have anything else to share on that. And the women's rights. Uh, so their plan is to to go to Congress to have a law. Uh, they have a, they, they, they planned on what they're going to do 
if uh, the court sends it back to the states. Uh, by the way, this young lady, Corinne Jean-Pierre, she's trying her best. She's trying her best, and I give her credit for trying. But I think it, you know, everything she does is looking down at a script because she just doesn't know how to answer stuff properly. You know how a good a good uh, press secretary gets up there. They have it at their fingertips, the answers. They sound like they're doing doing it extemporaneously, when in reality, they've memorized the stuff. She just looks at the script and says, well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, but you know, you got to believe what you're saying when you're up there. Now, I'm not saying she doesn't believe in the quote-unquote women's rights. Uh, women's rights to abort a living person. And, you know, that's kind of really a, a sad statement. It's women's right to take away a life. So they're putting that on on the heads of every single woman in America, whether you believe in it or not. You know, I, I have a problem with this whole thing. i got to read this to you. This is about uh, the gun control thing again. I, I think we should end the show with this. And I want you to think about what would happen if they had taken this lady's gun away. A legally armed woman shot an alleged attacker inside a Hy-Vee grocery store Sunday morning in Des Moines, Iowa. Fox 32 reports that the woman fired shots around 10 a.m. after allegedly being attacked by 30-year-old Capri LaShawn Francis. Francis was shot in the leg. Uh, it was a totally unprovoked attack against the woman, said witnesses. Uh, Francis allegedly attacked the woman and put her in a headlock prior to shots being fired. So she had a weapon. She had a license. She was being choked and attacked by this guy. She pulled the weapon out and shot him in the leg, and he started to dance, and <laughs> that was the end of that. He's not dead, but I'm, he's in prison. But fortunately, in Iowa, they respected her license and, and her right to protect herself. But I, th I can't help but think that if this, now that this is becoming law, this new gun law, They'll probably take her gun away. They'll probably take they her weapon could, away. Uh, they could, but, you know, uh, usually they don't go retroactively back when they do a lot. Yeah, this administration would. Yeah, that's true. Hey, Jim, are you proud of your lawn? Am I proud of my lawn, Bill? I have the, when it comes to lawns, it is the piece de resistance. It is the beautifulest of lawns, yes. I'm so proud of my lawn. it's manicured. It looks good. Yes, you, it does. It looks very you, good. You yes. cut it. Yes, all the, the time. You blow out there. Oh, I blow all that. Uh, you fertilize yeah. it. Oh, absolutely. Spread that manure, yes. Oh, <laughs> man. You know what? The, the, you're just not. You, you, in, uh, apparently now, the, yes. you're the get-off-my-lawn guy. Sort of. And, and, and now they've come out with all the stuff the scientists are saying. Your lawn mm -hmm. is screwing up the planet. Of course it is. Everything else I do screws yes. up the planet. <laughs> You're mowing the lawn, the leaf blowing, the yes. fertilizers is contaminating, contaminating, easy for me to say, Yes, uh, the soil, and uh, it's it's causing massive climate change. So, Well, there you have it. So, it go. But when you let think it, about it, it, it and die. if you go back 150 years, they didn't have lawnmowers, and, and people just kind of let the grass grow. Well, Dan they had goats. Dandelions, <laughs> that's true. Dandelions were uh, kind of nice to have in your, your your lawn because they were yellow and they weren't considered weeds. They were considered yeah. a bonus. Tall grass uh, and snakes. They used to have an, at the White House back in the 1800s, they had goats and sheep and things like that. They had a herd of sheep. 
They had a yeah. herd of sheep at the White House back in the 1840s that, that roamed the lawn and kept it manicured, kept it short. The, the yeah. sheep would move around, and plus they also also made for, you know, some nice yeah, lamb, yeah. lamb meals, you know? Yeah, uh, yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, that is going to do it, my friend. We've done it again. We've, uh, we've gone through another show. Would you believe? Holy smokes, one by fast. It'll be interesting to see what happens today. I got to think there's going to be more response on uh, the gun control thing. I, oh, yeah. People are going to be ticked off. And I also think, Bill, there's going to be a challenge almost immediately. As soon as somebody has... Their guns confiscated. They're going to go to the NRA. The NRA is going to file a lawsuit, and it's going to begin. So it may be a process. Yeah, they're going to have to do it because you got the midterms coming up. You don't want to give them any room to get away with what they want to get away with. And also, you got to keep an eye on the uh, Supreme Court if they come down with a decision today. And that decision is against Roe versus Wade. Uh, I wouldn't want to be in D.C., today. Well, well you know, well, yeah, if you're in D.C., keep your guns cocked and your cheap, uh, cheeks puckered. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Especially your cheeks. Hey, friends, have a great day, Bill. I will see you tomorrow. We'll do it again. I'll see you too, but, but back to the lawn thing at the White House. They had goats? They had goats. They Yes, they did, yes. And they ate them? Yes, they did. <laughs> they lamps did. up! They're <laughs> up! Lamps up! Oh. <laughs>